calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hey, Haley. Gus. So you know how this is episode three of Arc One of Unprepared Casters? I did know that. And you know how the arc is only going to be six episodes? Mm-hmm. What does that make episode three? Uh, does it make it the halfway point of the first arc of Unprepared Casters? It does make it the halfway point of the first arc of Unprepared Casters. Tragic. Do you know what else that means? Uh, we're halfway to arc two of Unprepared Casters. We are halfway to arc two of Unprepared Casters, and I am full steam ahead in preparing the next adventure. This show does not stop. The arcs are indeed changing. And what this all <laughs> also means is that today, on the release date of episode three of Unprepared Casters, today, Monday, the, hold on. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know that. Hold That's on, funny. please hold. The 29th of March, I will be sending out a survey to all of the $10 and $15 patrons of Unprepared Casters, asking for a little assistance in helping me prepare this adventure. There's going to be some prompts in the survey to put in NPC names and descriptions, some homebrew items. It's going to be great. So if you want to be a part of this survey and if you want to help me build Arc 2... And get a little sneak peek on what it's going to be about. I'm going to let you know what the theme is. Don't tell anyone. That is going to be at <laughs> patreon.com slash unpreparedcasters. Isn't that great, Haley? That's so good. I think that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the show. <laughs> Hello! Hello! Welcome to Arc 1, Episode 3 of Unprepared Casters. Woo. I am your DM for this arc, Haley. I am Gus, playing Sir Mr. Person, the fighter. I am Kyle, playing Thavius, the rogue. I am Jenny, I'm playing Hope Lovejoy, the cleric. I'm Pax, I'm playing Dev, the bard. And I'm John, I'm playing Scavendy 3, the wizard. Excellent. I almost just said that I was done playing Pax. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. You never know. Sometimes the the lines run together. I was just like, I'm I'm Deb. Hi. 
We've no. already said that Deb's a self-insert, so hey, <laughs> that was in a few very specific similarities that we have. It's okay. You can just be Deb. That's fine. Be the Deb you want to see in the world. Wow. <laughs> we do yes. all strive for it. All right, I'm ready for this. I'm ready. Ready. I'm so glad because I'm also ready. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. This is a lot of energy being directed at me right now. Turn it up. Turn go, it down. Go, keep go. it safe. Really aggressive. <laughs> Kyle is just silently. Kyle is silently yelling. Kyle, your and... energy has to be audible. <laughs> this is a podcast can't be silent format. Energy. Stop. It's audio medium. Uh, Haley, what happened last episode? Nothing. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, what's going to happen this episode? Last... Something. <laughs> that's right. Instead of recaps, let's do pre-caps, where we just say everything that's about to happen in the Pre-cap. episode. <laughs> We know what you gotta watch for. Too long didn't read, but before. I have to guess what all of you are gonna do with the things mm-hmm. I present at you. You could probably do that point well, I imagine. Works so well. Obviously, at that point, does. Kai will do this, and then Pax will do this. And I, except we yep. can't predict John. No one can predict John, Aww. so that's a problem, is there. That's, that's because that's John can't predict John. John cannot yeah. predict John. I do agree with that. That is the design. <laughs> Last episode. What's up? What happened, Haley? Well... Jenny, you got shot. Oh, no. You, Jenny. No. Hope got <laughs> shot. <laughs> we started with an ambush by bandits on the black road headed to Thymore. You guys were on your way from Summerview and then, you know, had a little bit of tasteful bloodshed on the side of the road. There were arrows, people were throwing souls and magic frisbees and scones. <laughs> And just overall having an excellent time. And by the time that was all over, you had four dead bodies and a woman tied up on the ground who you interrogated, threatened, intimidated. Some light threatening. Light the above. Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> You found out that they were just attacking you, hoping for supplies after they did not get supplies in Thymore because it freaked them out when a big mausoleum started laughing and nobody in town acted like that was weird. And then you guys were like, sounds good. Uh, Go on your way. Have a nice day. Finished your long rest and then kept going to Thymore. You arrived to find a horse that belongs to Aura and Amara that I believe you took along with you, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. You found almost not a town at all, couple buildings with a mausoleum on the far end. And when you asked eloquently if the person standing at a kiosk had seen a tall blonde woman who wears clothes, they responded they had. And she had entered the mausoleum, which from a countdown of three began to laugh. <gasps> Chills. <gasps> chills we had uh, and that's what happened pretty uneventful yeah yeah you know casual casual so that's exactly where we're picking up from just to sort of reset the scene for you here you are standing sort of clearing like i said thymore not much of a town you've got the well that deb is currently at with a an unconscious gnomish man slumped over the side there's a building that looks like it could be an inn And then there's this sort of, kiosk is really the best word for it, open air with a person standing behind it. And then the mausoleum is slowly quieting down as the echoing of the laughing fades into the distance. Well, I do hate to be rude, but that was quite troubling. (laughs) (laughs) Or is in the mausoleum, let us go. Sir Mr. Person (laughs) on the horse and starts running off to the mausoleum. Mr. Person, please do not run off without us. We have no time to waste. We certainly do. Let us go. We shall not be hasty about this. 
perhaps we could have a consensus between all of us of what we think we ought to do. Why is nobody following me? <laughs> oh, no. How do you turn a horse around? <laughs> sugar. Oh, sugar, come back to me, please, oh. sugar. Oh, oh thank no. you, sugar. A service for a person never ridden a horse? <laughs> Why would he? Maybe a long, long, long time long ago. Time ago but I don't during think, the night yeah. training. He's not a real knight. <laughs> He doesn't. I'm what? That was out of character. I know. Deb would never say that. I know. I'm just playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> playing in my Dungeons and Dragons? How could you? Uh, all right. Okay. I guess Sir Mister comes back. Perhaps we could continue to ask this person for some more insight to help us better be more equipped for our travels and going into our adventure to find our dear friend. I want you all to know that while all of this has been happening, Davies has been doing nothing but unblinking staring at this person. Horrifying. And then after like a good 30 seconds, we'll finally just say, how did you do that? Do what? What are you talking about? Come here. You're so far away. The like feet scuffle over it. <laughs> what? You did not do that? How did you know when it was going to happen? Same time every day, I'm afraid. Well, how long has this been happening? Hmm. Do you mean the laughing, the time, how long? It changes. Oh, it does. I was, in fact, asking you did say every day, and I was assuming to which you were referring to that was repeating every day and how long that had been a going. Well, here's the issue. I haven't been in town that long. I sort of travel I'm here as long as it's good, as long as it's useful, as long as it's interesting, and then I'll be gone. I stayed here. It's pretty interesting. Laughs every day. Do, do you just stay to enjoy the laughs? What else does this town have to offer? <laughs> the looks on your guys' faces when it laughs. Well, I am glad that we could give you that. <laughs> this, uh, this, this person's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I am a little bit concerned about our new friend. Never described this person to you. You're looking at a sort of slender, real androgynous looking half elf, shoulder length hair, pretty plain clothes, red hair, blue eyes, pointed ears. Looks like they're having a fantastic time. They're having the best day right now. <laughs> trying to explain this to you, but not explaining it. Do you know anything about why it laughs or what is inside? I mean, do you want my answer? Do you want the rumor mill answer? All of them. All of them? Yeah, both would be good if you've got both. Yeah. You're so demanding. All right. Well, rumor mill answer. There's a dragon that lives in there. <gasps> I think that's bullshit. Why would it be down there? Surely it has better things to do. It's just underground. My answer It's probably nothing. If I had to guess. Great. Mm. Inspires confidence. Do you <laughs> know why the tall blonde woman who wears clothes went inside? I mean, she stopped to talk to me for like a minute. She bought some stuff. Do you guys want to buy some stuff? No. Oh, I don't have money. Oh, what on earth do you provide <laughs> for us? It's all kinds of stuff. One second. And they, <laughs> they sort of duck down below this counter they've been at. This is quite exciting. I am I'd love to <laughs> bless myself with more fortune and perhaps I can pass the favor on to you others, even if you do not have the funds and the means to provide. <laughs> Duck down below the counter and they come back up just with like a heaping handful of just various things. Um, Hope you're up there. Can you roll a perception check for me quick? Oh, well, I can. I love a good roll at the beginning of our adventure. <laughs> I did roll a two on the die. <laughs> Nothing changed. All right. Everything looks fine. 
So they <laughs> That's an eight though. It's still an eight. Haley, yes, that's an eight. Really? <laughs> an eight? That's a whole eight. I say it say. like it's impressive. I have <laughs> a good plus two perception. I'm proud of it, okay? <laughs> no, that was an excellent plus. It is still an eight that you did. Yes. Uh <laughs> for those listening who haven't played DD before, these numbers are out of twenty. <laughs> eight is Pretty low. It's pretty low. Adding six is very good, and I'm very proud of you. Thank you. This handful of things that they've grabbed that they just sort of toss onto the counter and spread out, it's a lot of nonsense, a lot of little trinkety things. There's like a rabbit's foot on a chain. There's a little vial of something. There's a necklace with a pendant with a symbol you don't recognize. Truly nonsense. I'll tell you mechanically the way that this kiosk can work is if you would like to buy something from it, uh, you will roll a D100, and I will tell you what you find that is a nonsense trinket if you would like to try and purchase something. Do love a nonsense trinket. <laughs> have we discussed how much money we have on us with you, the DM, <laughs> Haley? You told me you didn't want any money. <laughs> well, canonically, Sir Mister's in a lot of debt, but I assume yeah. I assume he does get paid for his job and like just to survive from day to day. Yeah, you would have some gold on you. Do you just want to do like 1d6 times 10 gold? Sure. Hope and I talked separately about how much gold Hope has. This is true. My D&D Beyond character sheet has automatically assigned me 25 gold that's fine do you want to stick with that what option did you give me instead uh 1d6 times 10 oh i'm gonna take that risk i am worried about how 73 would have any money i was about to ask 73 (laughs) no money zero same to thavius Haley, i rolled a two i lost (laughs) it's perfect i'm happy with it devastating that is very good deb is rolling in cash i did roll a six All of that marketing bringing people (laughs) to Crompton's confection. Listen, there's a reason why Phoebe has not fired them yet. (laughs) (laughs) So this half-elf sort of gestures. What do you think? Do you want more options? Do we like them? Well, I did ask you to bring them out, and I would would hate to trouble you to not buy something after you have gone to the effort of bringing them out. So I would, in fact, like to buy something if it is not too much trouble to go further that purchase. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Let me grab you some more things real quick. And ducks back under the counter. Uh, When they pop back up, you guys will probably all notice it. This is more obvious. They, They have another handful of things that they just dump out in front of you. There's no care for these wares that they have carefully traveled with. This half-elf that did have red hair now has hair that looks exactly like Thavius's. It's long and it's white, sticks straight, and they act like absolutely nothing happened. Are you selling that wig too? Excuse me? Your hair, you put on a wig, no? Just thought I'd try something different. This is my hair. Uh, sir, mister, can you roll perception for me as well? Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. Uh, that's a 16. Um, the thing that Hope missed earlier is their eye color changed to exactly match Hope's. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, no. You seem to like to change your look quite a lot. Yeah, gotta keep it interesting, right? Certainly. Can you tell me more about how you keep it interesting? Well, I mean, I travel from place to place. I collect interesting things. I sell to interesting people. Are you interesting people? Oh, well, my friends are the most interesting people I have met. They seem very interesting to me as well. And your name is? And they reach out for a handshake. From from me? Oh, my name is Hope Lovejoy, and I am pleased to meet your acquaintance. Oh, well, that is just the prettiest name I have ever heard. And they'd like clasp your hand with two hands in a handshake. My name is Van. Well, it is so nice to meet you, Van. You have such energy and enthusiasm for life and all the changes that it brings, and I do admire that about you. I would absolutely love to sell you something. Jenny, why don't you roll a D100 for me? 
I have rolled a 66. <laughs> the the thing that they sort of brandish at you. You seem like you travel a lot. I would hate for you to be unprotected. Uh, this isn't much, but it can help with something. Uh, do you know what a caltrop is, Jenny? Nope. I do not. They're, um, people joke that D4s are little caltrops. They're uh, little things on the ground that are spiky that you put down to be spiky, to be stepped on, to destroy something. And it's a little, very, very sharp-looking caltrop that appears to be made out of bone. Five gold. Oh, wow. That is very exciting. I, I shall absolutely take this. Uh, thank you so much. It's a good deal. Was anyone else going to buy anything else? <laughs> Sir Mister hears that that thing cost five gold, and he's like, to the mausoleum! And <laughs> it also really doesn't like Van's vibe and everything that's happening, so he's getting pretty nervous and is wanting people to move along. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Gab is still just over by the well. Because they're mm-hmm. very, they're interested in this gnomish dude. They definitely like looked up and like noticed when the mausoleum started laughing. But as like they're kind of having <laughs> that interaction with Van, they're just gonna. So they, they tried splashing water in this gnome's face, and it didn't work. Just like nothing happened. He like shifted around, but did not awake. And he smells like alcohol. I think they're very concerned about this person because passing out in the middle of like a town after drinking is probably not great. I think that they're gonna like snap in front of the gnome's face and say like, uh, hey, are you are you doing all right? Your immediate response you get because they're already starting to shift around if you splash them. He's just kind of grumbling, just a lot of and just sort of like bats at you very weakly and ineffectually. All right. He seems perfectly healthy, mostly fine, just got real drunk. Unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) I think Deb will maybe just say a gnomish gun. It's like, okay, well, you just, you just stay right there. And then it'll kind of turn and we'll direct their attention to Van and be like, is he, (laughs) is he here often? Is this, is he all right? Danishorn? Yeah. Okay. Probably just got a little too into it, you know. That's unfortunate. You hate to see that. I did it. I did a drinking motion with my hand. Podcast mm-hmm. listeners, you sure did. <laughs> I saw it happen. Did you want to buy anything? I have wares. Oh well, that looks interesting. Um, I try to be conscientious with my money, but um, you're traveling. You can spend a little more. Oh, oh all right. Um, well, I'll, I'll see what you have then. Roll a d100, sir. Forty-three. Forty-three. What they brandish at you is a necklace chain with a tiny little, very intricately made because it's so small, it would be very difficult to make just a little bell that they just sort of ring at you. Oh. What do you think? That's exciting. Um, they quick turned hope. Sorry, honey, are you paying? Oh, yes. Uh, Deb has given me so many wonderful baked goods, and they did say that the first one was free, and I have had many since then, and I would hate to take advantage of that, so I shall be paying. That is so sweet. Yeah, 12 gold, please. Alrighty. Cool. <laughs> While all this is going on, I think Sir Minister's going to trot Sugar up next to Scavendy 3 and lean in and go, Scavendy, don't you want that key? Sir Mr. Person, what he doesn't notice is that. Uh, this whole time, Scavendy 3 has been stroking his chin and looking between <laughs> each one of these things and then casting uh, encode thoughts on himself, passing a thought out of his head, passing it to his other hand and feeding it back through and just trying to think on it. <laughs> ah! What? Oh, oh, I, I'm busy thinking. What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, oh, uh, you know, uh, I already regret coming up here, but while I'm talking to you, <laughs> you know, if, if you want, if you want the key, shouldn't we, shouldn't we be going on into the... Into that? Yeah. I've never seen one of these in the books before. This conversation didn't go at all the way I thought it would. I'm just going to go over here now. <laughs> what do you mean? 
What did you expect? <laughs> hey, come back! Here. Oh God! I'm being chased by a rusty old <laughs> robot. I have got my quarter staff in my hand, and I'm like bonking them. I'm like, hey! I forgot you had a staff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just thought that you know we've got a lead on our mission, and it seems like this person is fleecing us. What do you mean by fleecing? Twelve gold for that thing? Are you looking at this? What thing? Oh, that thing? Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. Walk. I walk over there and look at that thing. <laughs> As hope is handing the gold to Van, Thavius sees the interaction in her hand and runs excitedly over to her and pulls out like a <laughs> palm-sized grayish silver with like infernal inscriptions coin and goes, are you also ferrying souls? You know, I haven't gotten into it yet, but if you want to pay with that instead, definitely could be worth the 12 gold. Davies immediately <laughs> like clutches it away. These are my coins that are helpful in my currency in exchange and that I might have some goods from my friend Van here. Oh, Davies like quietly backs away. What is that though? I mean, if you want to trade with that instead of the regular silly little gold coins, we could work something out. This is not for trade. Everything's for trade, silly. I attempt to pluck it out of his hand, so what's this for? <laughs> I, I think if you tried to do this with anything else on Thavius's person, including Thavius's person, <laughs> he wouldn't mind, but he, like, immediately, like, kicks you. Oh, oh no. What? I'm on the ground. <laughs> He'll immediately go to help you up. I am sorry. This is a righteous soul that made its way into the wrong afterlife. That coin is a soul? Yes. Hmm. Well, perhaps we should be getting adventuring on. That's what I was saying. <laughs> you have been uh, so much help, even maybe not practically, but at least in, in raising my spirits. Yeah, when you when you turn back to Van after the scuffle with the soul coin, which they have been watching just fascinated, trying to figure out what that's all about. They now have the exact height and build of Sir Mr. Person. Looking good. Huh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that? You just got like four inches taller. What just, what, what? Yeah, isn't it nice? I feel like I can really see a whole new perspective from up here. Deb? Deb? Yeah? Yeah? Eyes. Eyes here, Deb. <laughs> Let's just look. I'm not sure that that mausoleum is going to be any prettier than what's going on here, but I don't like the vibes. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Uh, bye now, Savannah. <laughs> bye. <laughs> so Mr. Person tries sugar? once again to take sugar. Sugar, please do not run off. Sugar, we're not turning back this time. Sugar. We got a mission. <laughs> <laughs> can I do animal handling to convince Sugar yeah. to ignore? Do you, uh, can I get contested and... animal handling, animal please? Handling. Let's go. Can I have advantage because it's my horse? Yeah, because it's your horse. Wait, but I'm the one that's riding it's her. It's my horse, horse guys. Oh, <laughs> Should have been your horse if you wanted advantage. Oh, I rolled all right. I rolled all right. What'd you get, Jenny? No, what'd you get? I got a 16. <laughs> I got a 22. Jeez. Oh, damn. I guess, is animal handling wisdom? Wisdom. It wisdom. Sure yeah, yeah, it's wisdom. It uh, turns back to her. <laughs> I do believe we are planning on going into that a little bit disturbing place. Is that not the plan? Yes. I should think so. That's where Aura went. I would love to say a prayer before we go. Well, all right. I think it's just one action, but I would like to cast a second level spell. Ooh. I would like to okay. cast it. Aid, Ooh, and I would like to love increase the hit points of Deb, seventy-three, and I think I shall increase the hit points of Sir Mister Person as well. So oh be, wow, that'll cool. be three. I will increase your max hit points by five. 
Thank you. Incredible. Big pouting from Thavius. I feel very left out of this exclusive club. Hey, listen, I did not get any increase. If that makes you feel better, Thavius, you are so strong. And I, and I did, and you just so hope just starts praying and hope is just like, oh, my dear goddess, Pelor, <laughs> you are full of so much wonder and grace. And I would not like to ask for much from you. So I will leave out me and, and my dear friend Thavius. We are strong by ourselves. And, and not that my friends are not strong, but if you could bless them with a little bit of extra strength today perhaps just a little bit of extra endurance because i do not know what will happen and well by your goodness i shall know that it shall come to pass and that you shall protect me in other ways by which you already have by garrison me with such wonderful friends while you're giving this little monologue to yourself takes an action takes an action which is traditionally six seconds and i think your <laughs> prayers are closer to 30 which is very good love everything about it uh, during the prayer, Van is going to reach out and just sort of place a hand very friendly, very familiarly on Thavius' shoulder. I assume you're still close because you were asking questions about soul coins just a moment ago. Yeah, and you know, I think, I think he just let it happen. Sweetheart, if you're going into the mausoleum, you might just want something. You guys have been great. You've been super fun. And they just sort of push a healing potion into your hands. What is this? Well, if you get real hurt... Or somebody else gets real hurt, you can just drink it. Makes you feel a little bit better. Ah, uh, yes. Deb? Oh. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> this is for when you're hurt. And he'll just, like, give them a healing potion. Oh, uh, okay. Um. Well, thank you. I'll, I might just keep this in case anyone needs it. And that is why I know that the sun's energy shall bless us all just like he <laughs> bless us every single day. And in your gracious name, I do end my request. <laughs> Uh, and Van just sort of knocks Thavius on the side of the head in a friendly manner, but it's a little aggressive. They're bulkier than they're used to all of a sudden. Just sort of knocks you on the side of the head and goes, go get him. Thavius mistakes it as like a, a custom and does the same to them and goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you come back safe, all right? You, we'll talk coins when you get back. Thank you for your help. Anytime. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. If you turn back one more time, they are now pink. Oh, hey. <laughs> I'm a peculiar merchant. Deb, let's go. Oh. Deb, let's go. Let me be clear. Color of Deb, eye color of hope. Yeah. Build of Sir Mr. Person, hair yep. of Thavius. I really want there to be a crank on their back. Yeah, we're a really crank. waiting yes. on what's going to happen first. I don't know if Van would have looked at Scaveny 3 and been like, that's a party member with a like a humanoid yeah. who we're all friends with. Like, it's just a scary robot. Van's never seen that's a just robot. so sad. <laughs> what do you want from them? John, do you feel left out that the merchant didn't steal any of your, <laughs> any of your physical attributes? Not in the slightest. <laughs> They took my, I'm pink, and then they, yeah. I, yeah. Um, Look, I worked hard to get a body like this, and they, they can't just take it from me. I'm a little insulted. <laughs> I, I shuffle in between the two of them and wave them away. Some form of a changeling. It's no, nothing to worry about. We're moving forward. <laughs> we probably shouldn't be taking the horses inside, my guess is. Yes, I would agree, and sugar does get a little bit feisty if she does not have her sugar, and I perhaps shall leave her here. But now she does have a dear friend that she can keep her company, and I will not worry about them. In fact, I did hear that Van was taking care of that horse earlier, and so I shall not worry about this horse's well-being while we are gone, especially now that they have a friend. There was a building over there that looked like it could be, I don't know, an inn of some kind. Maybe they have stables or facilities, which I don't know why Aura wouldn't have just taken her horse there, but her abandoning the horse at all doesn't really feel uh, like something she'd do, so maybe there's something else at play, but 
Do we want to go see if they maybe have something? I think if there were stables, we would see them, right? There's only like three buildings here. There's like a post you could tie horses to outside of the inn. But that's not where the horse was tied up when we got here. The horse was tied to the like sign that said Thymore. Okay. Do we want to leave them there? Maybe ask Van if... Do we want to ask Van if they can, if they can keep an eye? Because... I can just watch them. You seem to be having an issue with your horses. That would be so gracious of you. Thank you, Van, for your assistance. Oh, I shall entrust my horse to you. I don't like this. Me neither. Hey, and if you find the tall blonde one who wears clothes, tell her to come right back. She was my best customer in years. Oh, absolutely, I shall. We must be finding Aura so that way this Van can have their gracious favorite guest. Sir Mister is tying sugar to this post while mm. just wordlessly shooting daggers with his eyes at Van. <laughs> Not a bone of trust in his body. Do we have a problem? Hope goes up to Van and is like, here are some sugar cubes that you can give to sugar. She does get a little bit fasty without her sugar cubes. Oh, thank you so Of course, of course, of course. Whatever she needs. Anything for you, my second favorite customer. Oh, well, thank you. I truly am nothing. (laughs) So you guys can walk your way to the mausoleum. It's a white marble building. There's no real inscriptions or anything on the outside. It's pretty small and it has a big heavy door on the front that when you try it, it is unlocked. You can just walk right on it. And you find yourself in a small-ish white marble room There's not a lot happening here, but the wall immediately opposite you has 12 names on it, each corresponding to the grave, essentially, that it is attached to. They're a little bit offset from the walls. They've got like lips that you could presumably get your fingers in if you wanted to be strong about it. That's what you're looking at. I do have the list of 12 names. They're all fantasy nonsense. <laughs> Please share them. Please share them. So it's it's 12 of them. So it's kind of like a four by three. You've got three rows, four columns. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Got it. <laughs> so I want to make sure we can all picture the space that we're playing in. We've got Ithar Rumblebelly, Winnie Burroughs, Aldwin Dovahkiin, Damir Mortis, Colin A. Ladasur, Blaze Stoker, Meth Okumara, Scruff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zlata Hooch, Blessy Bones, Fester Borden, and Goal Knox. So you are looking at these 12 labeled graves. What would you like to happen now? I'm tracing the names and like cataloging them. Okay. Just for your like mental library? Yeah, I'm like clicking and whirring a little bit. <laughs> Standing in the back. Thavius is gonna literally approach the graves one by one and like run his hand over them. Are you trying to gain anything from that, or are you just doing this? It seems more of like a comfort for himself than any actual detective work here. Yeah, for sure. It's smooth, cold, the letters are engraved in, so you can feel sort of the, the ridges and the texture as you go over them. Um, I would like to do a history check, see if I recognize any of the names. Yeah, for sure, roll history. I rolled in that one. Those are some names. Wow. Here's the thing. None of them end in Lovejoy, which is weird because most of the <laughs> names you know end in Lovejoy, and not a one of these does. This is peculiar. <laughs> I would ask for a history check for Sir Mister, but I would like to do it at disadvantage because I think that Sir Mister's just looking for the name Aura because he doesn't expect <laughs> this to be challenging. Okay, yeah, go for it. So, like, if he happens to notice something else, I am proficient in history, but I'm, I want to, I don't think that Sir Mister is approaching this in the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that's a seven. (laughs) 
Well, no, none of them say aura, and none of them are the king, and none of them sound very historically important. You don't know any of those names. Huh. I would assume as I'm cataloging, I'd be doing the same thing inherently, cross-referencing stuff that I know. Yes, I would also like a history check from you. Ooh, 15? 15. There's one name that you do recognize, and it's maybe a little weird that Sir Mister didn't. Uh, Blaze Stoker was a warrior from like a century ago. Sort of fell off the map at some point, but you've read a little bit about some exploits uh, from a man with this name. Mm. The other names, nothing super catches your eye. Could just be people who have done some minor things that weren't worth writing down. Maybe they never did anything. You know, and they're just buried here. Maybe it's just that kind of place. Okay. Then I would walk over to Blaze Stoker's name and, and I would just be like, hmm, the Stoker. Wow. The Stoker. Do you want to <laughs> roll investigation for me, would you? That would be a 13. You can open it if you want to. Yeah, yeah, I open it. Yeah, you open Blaze Stoker's tomb. There's no body in there. Oh, scavendy, scavendy. This is a oh. this is a gravesite. What are you doing? What? What? what, what? <laughs> There's nothing in That's here. Fair. What? <laughs> Look at this. Well, yeah, what you do pull out, if, <laughs> given the gesture you just made, is a great sword. I promptly then am weighed down by it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sir <laughs> so Mister sees the great sword and goes down the line and starts opening every single one. Oh jeez. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Where are you starting? No, wait. <laughs> Handle these with care. Sir. He's excited. It's okay. a fun sword. Just give me a name. Tell me where you're starting. I'll tell you if there's anything in it. I think that truly he would just start at the front and go in order. So Ethar Rumblebelly. Um, no body, empty. Oh, I think he maybe gets disappointed after this first one and loses a little bit of the energy <laughs> that he was going into this with. Not another cool weapon in there. It's useless. Oh, okay. But should we try just opening them if they've got loot? I don't know. It just feels a little bit inappropriate. Are we in need of more swords? I do think that we have a quite defined and, and able party. I think that that hope has a point there. There's a sword in this one. There might be other things that we could need in other ones. And the crypt laughs. I don't think it's very respectful to begin with. <laughs> you you do have a point. Thavius is going to walk over and put a hand on Deb's shoulder oh. and say, Do not worry. Affecting a body does not affect where their soul is. All right. Um... You know, it still just feels a little... He already walked away. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He said what he needed to. I kind of want to open the Alduin one. Yeah, you're going to open Alduin? You're going to love what's in it. It's uh, three small black scales, potentially from some sort of dragonborn. Oh. No body, though. Interesting. Can I open Zlata Hooch and see if there's anything Yeah, you can open Zlata Hooch. I'm going to open Zlata Hooch. <laughs> if there's not liquor, I swear. <laughs> Kyle, there's straight up a flask. <laughs> so Hope Lovejoy, you open it up. You see uh, an old looking flask. It's not labeled. There's no name on it. Uh, you shake it around and it feels about half full. Oh, well, I do not need this. <laughs> what you got there, Hope? <laughs> this is a flask of some kind and I have no need for this. Thavius feels like this is what we're supposed to be doing yeah. now. So he'll walk over to, I don't know, I guess Winnie Burroughs. Uh, can you roll a constitution saving throw, please? Uh-oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Only a matter of time. <laughs> real, real quick sidebar. 
Haley, yeah. how long has it been that you've been wanting to ask me to roll a constitution <laughs> saving throw, specifically? Yeah, saving throws you put me... Th- Anybody could open Winnie Burroughs. I'm glad karmically it was you. <laughs> I swear on my life it was mm-hmm. a natural 20. I of cannot. Of course you do. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm saying, negatively charge your dice. I did not charge my dice this time. Is that... I believe that's Kyle's third crit. <laughs> Of the adventure versus everyone else's Kyle, zero. Yeah. Has anybody? Yeah, has anybody else crit? This is disgusting. I don't think so. Thavius, you open Winnie Burrows, and a little puff of oddly greenish gray smoke sort of just out of it. But you hold your breath, and you take no poison damage, and you look inside, and it's empty. Oh no! What was that? I just sort of turn around and point at it, and go. That was strange. <laughs> So, okay, if we can presume that all of these are empty and some of them are dangerous, maybe we should slow down here. Why would we ever want to slow down? We have a job to do. Well, no. Duke of Docs, could you come over here? <laughs> do, oh, I like that. Yes, Gavindy. Help me with this blade. Sure, sure. Why don't you hold on to this relic? I do believe it's the blade that felled King Lucius Pin. <laughs> Is that just something John, John made up? John just pulled that directly out of his own ass, and I love is it. Is that canon? Is that canon sure, now? Sure, there was a king, and he died like 100 years ago. Love John it. is setting up for when he's going to DM. <laughs> John, someday John's going to DM. It's going to be so good. I never thought I'd see this sword myself. <laughs> a legendary article. Scavendy, thank you. A great sword's a two-handed weapon, Yes. Yes, it is. Hmm. Blaze Stoker was a big, strong man. If Sir Mister uses this, he can't use his shield anymore. <laughs> That's true. But, I mean, it's such a cool sword. It is. It is a very big, fancy-looking sword. This sword looks like a knight's sword. This is a warrior's <laughs> thank sword. You. <laughs> Sir Mister takes his shield and chucks it across the room. <laughs> Won't be needing this. You're careful with that. Almost take out Deb. Oh, oh wow. Um. <laughs> Actually, wait. Does someone want to use my shield? Awkwardly goes over and picks it <laughs> out of the corner. Anyone? Anyone need a shield? I already have one, but thank you for your offer. Van would take it. I can use it. Avius, yeah, please. Can you? Yes. <laughs> I don't like that robes are proficient in shields. That feels that feels like one step too far, actually. <laughs> too many things rogues. They use like bucklers. Stop being good at things, rogues. I do have a mechanics question mm. then. Does that count as wielding something on a hand? Yeah, you'd have it in a hand, so you would lose yes. your two hand fighting ability. <gasps> no. I would love for you to explain to me how you think you could be holding up a shield and also un clasp your soul from both sides and throw it with both hands that's true that's his true. Soul. i don't think i can yeah. <laughs> i guess the shield is useless but you can keep it on okay. you and then pull it out whenever you're like low and you need to increase your ac yeah if you just want to hold it just in case he's i think yeah i think stavius would take it and just like put it i don't know on his back or yeah. something add sir mr person's shield to your inventory <laughs> Well, I would love to. <laughs> I think that whenever Hope does not know what to do, I think that Hope begins to pray, as always. And I think that she prays for quite a long time. In fact, I believe that if it's possible, while everyone has been throwing shields back and forth, for her to have prayed for uh, 10 minutes and uh, <laughs> and ritual cast detect magic. Well, that sounds like a spell duration to me. <laughs> there was a lot of shield talk that you were missing. And I have just been praying. <laughs> Magic wise, there's something happening in Mephakumara and there's something happening in Blessy Bones. 
Uh, does Detect Magic also tell you the school of magic? Yes, it does. Blessy Bones is necromancy, and <gasps> Mephakumara is divination. Ooh. I have found some magical auras. If anyone would like to help me, perhaps that I might not run into any damage by opening these, as potentially might have happened to Thavius, as we were quite worried. Please, everyone, if you could watch my back. And I shall go up to... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go up to. Was it Blessy Bones? Was one of them? Blessy Bones was necromancy. Yes. I will stand by hope, just <laughs> ready for whatever's about to come out. I will also stand by hope. <laughs> Hope's two protectors. I love that this whole team is basically Hope and her bodyguards. Like a decent <laughs> chunk of time. Like that whole fight, there was a decent amount of time. It's like here's true. Hope, and here's all the people who are here to make sure Hope doesn't fucking die. Because oh my god, yeah. what if we lost Hope? What would we do? <laughs> this is true. Give me some plot armor, Devastation. please. Um, I I open up Blessy Bones. You open up Blessy Bones and you do find a body. This body has been reduced to a skeleton. The skeleton is missing some of the, let's say, vital bones. A lot of the joints seem to be gone, but the parts that are not gone, the little the joints that are still there, are twitching and reaching out towards you, but pretty ineffectively because it's missing its knees and elbows and shoulders. So it can't much get to you. It's just sort of flexing its hand in your direction and his jaws opening up. The moment Sir Mr. Person sees a skeleton moving of any sort <laughs> within this, he goes, ah! And he slams the greatsword down into <laughs> the uh... You hit it with the greatsword? Yeah, I do. Roll to hit a skeleton, I guess. It's going to be pretty low. I got a 14. Yeah, you hit the skeleton. Yay. What's greatsword damage? Is that a d10? It's 2d6 plus my strength. So can you roll your 2d6 of damage, please? Yeah. Thank you. Plus my strength, that's 10. Can you roll another d4, please? Another d4, mm -hmm. certainly. I don't like your tone of voice right now. <laughs> you have DM voice. This right is now. always my tone of voice. The d4, I rolled a 3. So that's 10 and then whatever that 3 yeah, is. Yeah, so you, you do 10 sword damage and then a small fire alights on the skeleton, doing another 3 fire damage. And now there is fire in the tomb. I'm sorry. You I don't know. Uh, put it out. Uh. <laughs> I shall use press digitation and put out the fire. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, seventy three. Did you see that? I was quite quick with my press digitation. <laughs> I'm like I'm looking at something else. <laughs> I'm still smiling. <laughs> Is it still moving? Much slower than it was before. Just sort of faintly twitching its its fingers, its toes. Davies is gonna look very serious at Sir Mister Person and say. Hit it again. Uh, okay. I hope you got your spell no, ready. No, I do not think this shall be necessary. I did detect some necromancy magic when I was going through and praying to Pelor, and I do believe that that is all that this is. I shouldn't worry much about this skeleton. I do think it might be overkill to attack it if it's not attacking us. And Thavius, I do not believe that it is messing up the balance of the planes. So Mr. Person is holding this great sword, uh, muscles like shaking because he's holding it so high above. <laughs> Waiting for Thavius to respond so he can decide whether or not he's supposed to swing this sword or not. He will just respond, necromancy is sacrilege against the cycle of death. Oh, well. End it. Release this soul. Ah, I think I'm going to hit it again. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, 17 that time. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I don't know if you could physically miss it. And I roll the d4 of fire as well. Yes, again. you do. Uh, that is 13 slashing plus another three fire. Skeleton is now on fire again, but it is no longer moving. Hope! I should have cast my cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> 
You press the digitation out the flames. Now you have a, a dead, slightly charged skeleton. Thavius just looks forlorn and whispers to himself, I am so sorry. <laughs> Deb is going to like reach up and like pat him on the shoulder or pat as close to his shoulder <laughs> as they can. I'm sure you could reach uh, his shoulder. Yeah, it's just kind of like this awkward like, yep. Tap, tap. <laughs> a little bit on the tippy toes to make it a little less weird. Hope, did you say that there was another thing? I did. Um, uh, There was uh, yet some more magic in this one far less uh, threatening to the pl- balance of the planes. Um, <laughs> What was the other? Um... Uh, Mef Akumara had divination magic. I am going to open up Nef. Um, you open up Mef Akumara and you find two shiny gold coins just sitting at the bottom no body they look to be pretty standard gold coins but they do have divination magic on them there seems to be divination magic coming from these coins should i take them i have no need for two more coins (laughs) they're magic the humble brag is real (laughs) (laughs) well i am simply i don't need money do you guys need the money you guys just saw me throw like 17 gold at forgetting like a piece of bone (laughs) and a bell and a bell i do think that deb will reach over if hope is not going to grab the coins and they'll just kind of like oh um i don't know i can see if there's anything up with them can i do a check on that (laughs) Um, I mean, Arcana would pretty much just tell you what you already know. Okay. Um, if you want to know more, that would be identify. Okay. Eh, yeah, roll Arcana, but it'll be a pretty high DC. Great. With my middling Arcana. <laughs> I believe in you and your Arcana. <laughs> I got a 16. Divination magic, coins. It's really all you would know, I think. Yeah, I don't know much about divination, to be honest. Not my area of expertise. If only we had someone. someone (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of uh, ancient relics you got there. Let me see. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, Dub hands the coins over to Scavendi. They're actually the coins you have to put into his back slots to make him go. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I may have misheard. Did Hope uh, cast identify on these? No, she did detect magic. I would love to do that. To do identify? Yes. Absolutely. Are you just casting it, or is that a ritual spell? What's the difference, I guess? Like, I know ritual takes longer, but what's the... Doesn't use a spell slot. Yeah, you just save the spell slot if you took the time to sit down with them. Oh, uh, then I'm ritual casting it. Fantastic. Skeveny 3 is holding coins, and he goes into standby mode for a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that flavor works so freaking well. Um, these two coins are called gambler's coins. You can use one once per short rest to make a roll. Uh, instead of making that actual roll, you just flip a coin. Heads is a nat 20, tails is a nat 1. Did you say once per short rest? Once per short rest. <laughs> Damn. And they both and they both do this? They are both that. They're both the gambler's coins. Gotcha. These seem to be some sort of a, a gambler's trickery implement. <laughs> also, it needs to be said that while I was ritual casting, my mouth light turned off and my eyelights were just like pulsing oh. on and off. And oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. And then I just turn back on when I'm done. And That's just... <laughs> so bad to visualize, John. <laughs> well, it looked normal when I wasn't messed up. <laughs> Before all these centuries passed. Before the library. Four centuries ago when he was only 0.2 centuries old. Yeah, yeah, then it looked fine. But now, mm, uh, yeah, you have these coins. You can do whatever you'd like with them. Yeah, I kind of have a little little fun with it and I roll them on my fingers. Oh, oh you, can do, you can do the little coin trick between your fingers? Yeah, and it sounds super freaky because it's metal. Yeah. 
this this echoey sound you're making is just sort of echoing around the mausoleum, just bouncing off the walls. You're in a very echoey space currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm doing I'm like doing my best to actually not pay attention to anyone who might be disturbed by that. <laughs> Everybody likes it. Nobody has any problems. It's fine. Yeah, that's, as far as I, as far as I'm concerned. I guess both of those are scavengers now. Then. <laughs> Is, is Sir Mister asking or? Is... No, no, no. I'm just. I don't think he would dare. <laughs> you stood perfectly still for a minute, did a spell, and went. These are some sort of gambler's implement, and now you're just holding them and doing coin tricks. No one asked for them back. Yeah, no. <laughs> Do we all think it's concerning that Van told us that Oro walked in here and didn't come out? And clearly, this is the entire building, and there's no Aura. Mildly, but I have you, my protector. Well, yes, I, that's all well and good, but we still don't know where Aura is. I was thinking maybe we could ask Van when Aura came in here, and maybe if it was around the time when, when the mausoleum laughs, then maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe if we were in here, if it happens at the same time every day. Did Van say it was only once a day? Van said same time every day. So I guess we just got to stick around here and wait until the crypt laughs again and make sure we're all inside to see what happens. I do recall Van speaking of a dragon, but I am so sorry. It has been a long yeah, day. there's a dragon in here. And I do not remember <laughs> the specifics. Did they say that the dragon was in just inside the mausoleum? Was that... Was that what was in reference? They said to? that that was the rumor. They actually don't believe that. Listen, if we're trying to figure out everything we can from this place, let's not leave any stone unturned. We've still got some graves to open. That's true. There are dragon scales in here. I didn't see a whole dragon, but there are some dragon scales. That is true. Very small dragon scales. How many have we opened out of 12? Um, Seven out of 12. I think Sir Mister's just going to complete the mission that he started and throw open the last five. Tell me where you're starting. Well, I've forgotten how, what we've done so far, so... You have not opened uh, Demir Mortis, Kalani Latisur, Scruff, Fester, and Goal. Let me start with Scruff. Scruff? <laughs> yeah, let's throw Scruff open. Scruff is actually, it's, it's empty. The main thing is the same size as the rest of them. There's a smaller uh, white marble box also in the middle that maybe used to contain something, like, built into it just to make it a smaller space, but it is also empty. Gotcha. Is this box affixed to it, or can I remove it? Yeah, it's like built in as part of it. Okay. Well, all right, I'll throw open Fester now. Uh, it's empty, no body. Okay, what about Goal? It's also empty, no body. This is disappointing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what are the last two as well? What are the two left? Colony and Demir Mortis. Let's do Colony. Uh, no body, empty. And the last one. Demir Mortis? Yeah. You open it up and it's a hole. Can't believe that it was the last one. It was the man. last one. Are you kidding one. me? Are you <laughs> actually kidding me? <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. This whole time. <laughs> How else could this have gone of us stretching this room to its last possible moment? That's not even the last one on the list that Haley no. sent us. It was like the fourth one on the list. I was like, I'll start in the middle. They'll get to whenever they get to it. <laughs> like, I can't make it the first or the last one, obviously. But Of course. There's no other way this could have gone. Um, <laughs> yes, you, <laughs> you pry over open the tomb for Demir Mortis and you are immediately hit with a breeze and a hole going down and down and down. It appears to be almost like a tunnel or a slide that's sloping gently downwards. It is the size of a grave of a coffin, so it is not a large space. Well, uh, I guess we don't have to wait till tomorrow. Shall we go down this hole? Is that the wisest thing for us to do? Of course, we have to save Aura. This is why we're here. Well, I suppose. 
Sir Mister's getting in the grave and he's going to okay, slide down. Okay. Uh, Sir Mister Person, you climb into this space. It's tight, but you fit. Um, it's smooth stone all around you, and you just sort of scooch slowly down, kind of pulling yourself down. It's very dignified. It's very knightly. It looks great. <laughs> and eventually you get to a point where the slope gets so extreme and vertical that you just start sliding. There is no control to the motion. You are a child at a playground and you are sliding down this smooth stone into the dark and the dark and the dark and the dark and it keeps going down. I sure hope people are following me! <laughs> yeah, I was gonna be like, hey Gus, what does this sound like when you hit like that vertical slope? I imagine it's a lot of like clang, 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 clang. <laughs> just the metal of the full the screech. Yeah, you all hear just the echoes of, of metal clanging oh, just yeah. bounce around yeah. every wall. As I said before, very echoey space. This like tunnel is part of that very echoey space. It sounds anything wild. that's down there knows that we're here Sick. now. Yeah. <laughs> I think Deb is going to um get in. So you're saying that like lengthwise it's about like six feet long or it's six feet deep. Imagine coffin size. That's the tomb that you pulled out of the wall. Mm -hmm. That's the size of the hole going down. So it's not very deep. Okay. I think that they're going to take off their pack, shove that in first, <laughs> and then sort of like bonk. No, yeah. you're wait, did you go in head first? Oh, I just like the imagery of your pack hitting Sir Mr. Person on the That's head. That's fair. It will once you get to the bottom. Don't yeah. even worry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like pushing it ahead of them, they they just sort of like start crawling. <laughs> Um, same thing happens to you. You can you can crawl and scooch a decent ways, but eventually it drops and you are sliding, falling. Uh, who else is going down? You guys are staying up here? This is interesting. I do not think I will fit with my hoop skirt. You can collapse it. That's what the hoops are for. So yeah, can... but they're circular. She's mm -hmm. wide because of the, the hoop. You got you have skirt. six feet of, of width. Is your hoop skirt more than six feet in diameter? Because this oh, is Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I will have to ask for everyone to go ahead of me. I would not like you to see what I shall be doing to myself to get through. Oh no. <laughs> the lady has requested you guys go first. <laughs> Allow me just a moment. It's been a bit since I've spelunked. <laughs> oh no. The backstory. I have to hear the Scavenger spelunking story. That's absolutely. He's been around. You know the cave libraries. We know them, guys. If I DM an arc, cave libraries will be involved. I'm just gonna throw that out. Yes. You going down, Scavenger? I have two interesting, odd ideas for this. If you'll bear with me, going down a slide, Jonathan. I'm fragile. John's full name is not Jonathan, also for the podcast. <laughs> it's very much not. For the record. Listen, does it say, is it more satisfying to say John or Jonathan when you're exasperated? It's Jonathan. Got a point? I'm always right. So here's an idea. What is it? Um, you know, our good old friend of Floating Disc. I, I know him. It, its whole thing is that it follows you, uh -huh. the caster. Yeah. Now, most casters have to like retain their whole uh, structure and form physically. Taking yourself apart? Hey. I was just going to try to cast floating disc and then whip my casting hand down the hole. Here's the thing. Would it be your casting hand or would it be your arcane focus? Mm, that's up to you. What part of his Ooh. body is his arcane focus? The crank, right? The crank. <laughs> then I'll do that. I feel like that makes more sense if we're trying to say what part of your body do the spells come from. Because most people, it's just they're all of them. But if you're trying to break it down into a piece you can take off, I feel like it's got to be the focus. 
So you just unscrew your own crank. Yeah, yeah. So I cast this. I cast floating disc, uh-huh. which is only three feet in diameter, oh, luckily. Okay. <laughs> and I hop on, and then, and then I call down below, and I say, "Protector, catch me!" <laughs> <laughs> and Dad I toss the I toss the key you. down the hole, and then the floating disc kind of just kind of goes along. The crank is what hits Sir Mister Person <laughs> on the head. He and- dodges <laughs> Deb's pack. He dodges Deb. He gets absolutely brained with a huge metal crank. <laughs> Dizzy, stumbling. Oh, yes. Here comes Scaventy Three on a magic surfboard, <laughs> <laughs> landing harmlessly um, next to Sir Mister Person, who did not catch him at all. <laughs> oh no, Sir Mister, are you okay? Oh uh, yeah, I will be. Just oh, okay. Scaventy, nice to. Oh. I would like to say that Scaventy's laying their lights off, <laughs> <laughs> looking dead. Lights off, looks dead. <laughs> Um, oh no. Oh no. Thavius, uh, you're going down the tunnel. <laughs> I think Thavius uh, finishes some kind of silent prayer at Blessy's grave. Oh. And then slowly stands up, realizes for the first time that everyone's gone. <laughs> I am still here. Thavius, if you could go down that hole. <laughs> I'm still waiting patiently, not having done whatever she wants to so do. So much has happened without Thavius blocking it at all. <laughs> So loud. Very slowly and and sadly just nods to hope and then treaches down the hole. I think once he got to the part that was like more vertical, I don't think there would be any amount of resistance against (laughs) it. I think he'd just vault himself into it. Okay. We gotta get Fabius a knight out on the town. We really need need something to get a pep back in his step. Fabius has been on the material plane for a day and a half. His only experiences here have been what is on podcast. And six hours of hope time. <laughs> okay, so Hope shall collapse her, her hoop skirt and kind of mm-hmm. gather it all up. And uh, she's got armored boots on, right? And yeah. So, because, you know, she's got she's to gotta be safe. And so uh, she lifts up her hoop skirt and she kind of shimmies on in. Does the hole stay pretty shallow the whole time? Or as it goes vertical, does... No, it's, it stays real shallow. Okay, so she never has like a Mary Poppins moment. Unfortunately, <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't come out. She, she when she lands, does perhaps she land and her hoop skirt just full, kind of yeah. That's the ground. generally generally hoop skirts. As soon as you're holding them, I love my hoop skirt. Generally, as soon as you stop holding it into a collapsed position, it'll just sort of whoop back to how it wants to be. Yes, so she will have an interesting exit. I think <laughs> you look a little disheveled. <laughs> yes, Hope looks a little bit rumpled. She has a very heavy metal hoop skirt that offers yeah. some armor for her. So it is a, it is quite the scene. I imagine she might call out, <laughs> "Move out of the way." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine seventy three is getting his crank back to rights. It'd be nice. It'd be... Might need some help. I imagine it's difficult to get lined up correctly. Maybe I'll screw it back on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Such a kind young man. This is strange. <laughs> why, is, why is that? I guess I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's normal. All right, as you were. All five of you find yourself in some fashion at the bottom of this stone tomb slide. And you are in a big stone room, deep, deep underground. None of you really have any idea how far underground, but it's down there. It is dark in this room. I maybe should have said that first. There's no lights down here. How many of you have dark vision? Think so? I do. Hope does. Deb does. Oh, oh no. If I, I do. do. Don't, don't say that I'm the only one without dark you vision. You might please. be the only one. Scavendy? 
I don't think I do. Let me... Yeah, they don't. They don't. Skeveny 3 does radiate light uh, from his face. I've got a torch in my pack. Yeah, you can just get your torch out if you want. Hey, this is so um, stupid. Can I continuously cast Thaumaturgy on the light coming from Skeventy 3 to make it brighter? You can make Skeventy 3 <laughs> brighter. I love that. I just kind of like... Well, Scavendy, if you don't mind, you 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 could be a good source of light for Miss Sir Mister Person. I just sort of like <laughs> Sir Mister Person, having just been clocked in the head, mm-hmm. realized he couldn't see, and now sees the very terrifying robot. <laughs> yells his face light up. <laughs> it's just like, thank you, Dad. Well, you're welcome. No problem. I do whatever the equivalent is of squinting, and I was like, it's a little bit tough to see. But... <laughs> so that does last for a minute every time. So I'll just continuously cast it. Obviously, it's it'll only trip. be an issue if I have to do other things. Um, you look around the space with the, the light, bright, beautiful light that is Skeventy 3. Realize that you're in a stone room. Pretty plain in here. There's not a lot going on. It's about 20 by 30 feet. And there is a door across from the side of the stone tunnel tomb slide. I couldn't think of a good name for it. It's all of those things. <laughs> yes. Stone tunnel, tunnel. tomb slide. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. Uh, put it on the chart. <laughs> uh, hey, Haley. I meant to do this a little bit earlier, but can I do a history check specifically on the name that ended up having like a tunnel behind it? Demir Mortis? Yes. Yeah, go for it. <sighs> That's only a six. You've never heard of that. You don't know them. Yeah, I mean, come on, Pax, what do you think that is, an eight? <laughs> That's no eight. Kyle loves to bully me. This is forever true. I, <laughs> eight and above is an auto success. Seven and below is an auto fail. That's how D&D works. That's a monster of the week right there, baby. That's true. A totally different system. A totally different system that uses D6s. All right. <laughs> Anything in the room other than walls and a door? Well, the thing is, as you start looking around it, you guys made quite a ruckus entering this space. Uh, and the stone door, it doesn't creak, I guess, because it's stone, but it slowly opens ominously <gasps> with no sound. Wait, <laughs> would it not like scrape like stone passing it's along fair. stone? You're right. I was focused on hinges. You're right. Stone scraping noises <laughs> echo ominously through the space oh. the way I always intended. Oh. And running through running. the now open door are two armored skeletons with short swords. Oh no. And they are running at you. Please roll initiative. Oh, ah. oh no. Octavius is pissed as hell. <laughs> Again? Again with the undead? Oh I'm my god. Of- it's called the living crypt. What do you want yeah. from me? You knew what you were getting into here, I'm afraid. Oh, the skeletons are so full of initiative. Rude of them. Uh oh. Well, that. they were running, so what can we say? Um, Anybody get over a 20 on their initiative? I did. What'd you get? Of course you did. What'd you get? <laughs> 22. Um, Over a 15. I'm at a 15. Oh, I got, well, I'm sorry. I got an 18. You got an 18. And then Dev is 15 over a 10. I did 12. Mister, what'd you get? Got a seven. Oh, mister. That's not an eight. <laughs> I've just been hit in the head. It makes sense. It <laughs> does make sense. Okay. Fabius, you are up first. Two skeletons have run into the room. They are approximately 10 feet away from you wielding short swords. Thavius is something you haven't seen him actively before, which is angry. And I think aesthetically, not mechanically, but just very, like, haphazardly, you see his, like, 
form flicker a little bit as he does this. You can tell he's not supposed to do this. He unclasps both of his arms at the same time and just says, enough, and like whirls forward and runs and just like tries to slash through the one closest to him. Yeah, absolutely. Double soul. Double soul. Double soul. Double soul. I'm afraid of this, mate. Oh, wow. That was so cool for an eight. An eight? Eight? Congratulations. You can roll. No. <laughs> I'll try to use my other hand. Yeah, that one's a 22. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit the skeleton. Damage him. That is seven psychic damage. Ow. Do skeletons have brains? Can they take psychic damage? <laughs> it would say so in their stat block, right? Yeah, they can take psychic damage. I just double checked. Oh. Because <laughs> presumably there's something operating the body That's still. true. It was just suddenly weird to me. Magical hypothetical brains. <laughs> Metaphorical, Metaphorical brains, brains. By, by, but you know. I agree. So you are in melee with left skeleton, but not right skeleton. It is now skeleton turn, and left skeleton is going to try and stab you with its sword, because that was not very polite, that thing you did. <gasps> you yelled at him. That's a 21 to hit. Uh, that'll probably do it. Probably. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't. Your numbers are crazy. I mean, it's not an eight, but... I mean, it's three. Like three, it's no eight. three sword damage to this Sadie. This is so disrespectful. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jenny. Being bullied. Oh, did this all start with Jenny's eight? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've just been memeing on fun little number jokes. I forgot that this was a slight on Jenny. We all have to bully Jenny. I also made a joke about it like a minute ago. I don't know why I was like, you know what? Here and no further, Kyle. I it's all right. No worries. Thavius, <laughs> uh, did you take your three sword damage? I took my three sword damage. the skeleton slashes you in the arm in retaliation. It goes for the arm that you hit it with, that bit of soul. And then right skeleton, in my mental picture that I've created that none of you can see, is closest to Deb. So that's who right... <laughs> that's going to be mad at me. My mental picture said your so. Picture. Gave Deb a potion for a reason. I guess. <laughs> But this other skeleton is going to sprint, arms are moving right at you, Deb. Disrespectful. Uh, it's a 16 to hit. Hits. Okay. Our poor bard. That is six sword damage as it goes right for your middle oh, with its no. sword. It goes way down with the sword. It's crouching. Not my it's hit. really, it hurts your feelings. Am I within five feet of anyone? I would think you'd be within five feet of Scavendy. That makes sense because of the light. Yeah, we never, um, Gus, if you can tell me as your friend, in all honesty, that you've imagined that you're within five feet of Deb this whole time. Truthfully, honestly, my mind has been an empty void of where Sinister is <laughs> in the room. I was going to wait on you to tell me, so I do not want to intercept from Deb if that was not in my brain before. Yeah, I think you're you're within five of, of Scavendy. Um, but the skeleton slashes at Deb, makes a big show of, like, getting down and getting short to hit Deb where it wants. It's really offensive. It's that's just disrespectful. Oh, also, my my hit points from hope. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> and then it is 73's turn. There is a skeleton in melee with Thavius about 10 feet away from you in one direction, and a skeleton in melee with Deb about 10 feet away from you in a different direction. Is your disc still here? <laughs> your disc is still here. <laughs> yeah, I could probably be sitting on my disc. <laughs> I would cancel that. Okay, disc is gone. <laughs> Goodbye, Frisbee. Yeah, I would probably sit and watch those two scuffles. Uh-huh. And then uh and then decide if I want to interact or not. Are you so Do is you? your turn just looking that at him? That is the decision you need to make. <laughs> your turn is just looking at him. You're watching Deb getting killed, just like, huh. Both of your friends got stabbed and you're like, hmm, weird. I mean, I'm looking up and down at them in like my, my rusty, rusty yeah, hands. Yeah, unclear about what you could even do in this. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm, exactly. Deb, darling, it's your turn. Yay. Um, 
I am engaged with this skeleton, in which case mm-hmm. I will draw my rapier and try to stab it. Do it. Get it right between the ribs. That is a natural 20. Let's you did? go. That will hit him. It's also my trans we rights will. die. Aww. Yeah, trans oh, rights. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry, is right between the ribs just not hitting it? It's a skeleton. <laughs> I feel like once you get in between the ribs, you can waggle the sword around and do so much damage. Yeah, yeah. do like a little clankle. As yeah. a rapier? Yeah. It doesn't work unless you stab. Hey, Kyle, take your semantics and go somewhere else. Listen, I think it could still do something. It's still a very sharp blade. So that is 10 points of, I believe it is piercing damage. The skeleton looks very damaged. You have now hurt its feelings. Oh, I feel so bad about that. <laughs> uh... I think I'm going to end my turn there. I'm going to save my my other shit. Okay. Uh, Hope. I think that I am going to stay kind of farther back. And there's there's two skeletons. One mm-hmm. looks kind of pretty damaged by Deb. They both look pretty damaged. Okay. Uh, one's with Deb, one's with Thavius. I would like to cast uh, Sacred Flame at the one okay. that is engaging Deb. Okay. That's a dex, dex save. save. Skeleton dex. Skeleton dex. Skeleton Dex. I rolled a 12 for Skeleton Dex. Skeleton Dex will take some radiant damage. Skeleton Dex, no! <laughs> so many hits this episode. We gotta <laughs> drop in episode 3 EP. Skeleton will take max damage from my radiant <laughs> damage on my Skeleton Dex. Granted, uh, <laughs> <laughs> max damage is only 8, but it's a whole 8. 8! 8! What direction does your sacred flame come from? Because when you're outside, it descended from the sky. Where does it appear from? I think it appears from my crown. Oh. My fun little, um... Your little circlet. Arcane focus that I do have as a headband on my head. Yeah. Just a, a little bead of fire appears in the center of your forehead and just shoots out shoots towards out. the skeleton and then expands into radiant white fire. And the skeleton looks around very confused, doesn't move out of the way takes eight points of damage and then collapses into an unorganized pile of bones. Do not hurt my friend. Hope, good job. Ah, <laughs> yes, indeed. Be gone. <laughs> Hope's trying out one-liners. Sir, Mr. Person, there's one skeleton. Yes, well, you might be shocked to learn what I'm going to do with my turn, Haley. What am I going to do with your turn? Sir, Mr. Finally gets his bearings in order, figures out what's going on. <laughs> He's going to take... This great sword, and he's gonna try to hit the skeleton. Now, can I say something we missed in combat last episode? Sure. We Ooh. didn't do flanking, I don't believe. Oh, we're playing flanking, huh? I love flanking rules. I got so used to not playing with them because Kyle doesn't like them. I also don't play with flanking. (laughs) I think it's fun. Take your advantage. Haley's house, I'll take it. All right. (laughs) Uh, Sick, that's a 22 to hit. 22 will hit the skeleton. Hooray. Hooray. 11 plus a solitary (laughs) fire damage for a total of 12. Okay. You run up to the side of Thavius, take your brand new fancy warrior greatsword and slash it directly through the rib cage all the way through the skeleton, which also collapses and is now on fire. Good job, Sir Mister. Yay. Does he say that out loud? (laughs) Yes. Oh no. Yes, he does. (laughs) He just complimented Hope. It would feel, you gotta love your friends, you gotta love yourself. It's all part of the- You know what, that's fair. (laughs) So after a single complete round of combat, you are all standing around in this stone room, looking at two piles of bones, an open stone door, 
and the way you came down that you have no chance in hell getting back up that same way. And that's where we're gonna end the episode. Yay! Yay! Only way yeah. is through, gang! Yay. What else will we find? One round, one round. <laughs> one round, one round. Thank you so, so, so much for listening to this episode of Unprepared Casters. If you want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash unpreparedcasters. That's the name of the show. Sure is. <laughs> And if you were to hop over there right now and join at the $5 tier or above, you could get this week's verbal component. That's our talkback show. You'll hear me and Gus and a smattering of guests talk about how we thought the episode went. I think this week it's all the guests this it time. This Am I week. wrong? We I got think it's everybody. all the guests this week. We got everyone. So that's patreon.com slash unpreparedcasters. If you want to hear us talk a little bit more about the game you just heard. If you want to connect with the show, we're on Instagram at unpreparedcasters and Twitter at unpreparedcasters. Twitter's got to make us have a shorter handle. It's annoying. Uh, if you want to connect with me, I'm at Gus Rachels on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm at Gus the Bard on TikTok. Haley, where can people find you? Well, if you wanted to find me and you are on TikTok, you would find me at WhipJack. If you wanted to find me at Twitter, you'd find me at whipped jack w-h-i-p-p-e-d jack formerly jacked the whip <laughs> no wait formerly whipped the formerly jack whipped. i messed up uh, i'll get it next time episode four i'll get that one right excellent and we would also like to thank our friend arcane anthems wes he's at arcane anthems twitter instagram and tiktok for giving us some of our music in today's episode yes thank you wes he's a gem he's such a gem we would also like to thank our lovely soft blanket 15 dollar <laughs> patrons it's still uh, unbelievable to imagine Truly. that there's so many of you Too this many. thank you segment I love you all. is we love you all so so much and we are so thankful to read off this very long list of names at the end of every episode. <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much to Liz Collins. Lady Drew. Mo. James Lodge. Marigold Morgan. Skylert. Enoch. William Islesley. Mexico Vampire Jew. Tay Shell. Flossie Rossi. Melissa. Cadenza. Connor K. Rachel Goodman. Blake. Grid. Cade Scott. Darb the Bard. Ben Linus. Osama Emron. Dakota. Mickey Rudolph. Cameron Lamack. Cassidy. Runesong. Bearable Cookie. Corundum Core. Zed. JD Larrabee. Abby Greer. Heather Sims. Kadoom. New York. Zach. Lizzie. Gadari. Mimbles. Allie. Ryan Meese. Alden Geesey. Chuck Luck. Azo. Dylan C. Andy. Jake Dara. Habits. Tech Remnant. Jake Holding. Ilya Nepomnyashi. Clay. Phil Her. Devin Schultz. Savannah. Mike B. Jacob. Simon Kemp. Hollix Van Riken. Kenneth Compton. Zebulon. Sarah Lewis. Singing Singer. Raspy Screams. Chloe Louise. Cam. L.E.S. Daisy. Subtle underscore T. Nicholas Detering. Raymond Hatfield. That Trans EMT 309. Schlurp. Daniel Manningly. Andrew Sayai. 
Mark Murdoch. Tolly. Charlie Melville. Connor. John Potts. Neve. Jack Lionheart. Matt Rakowski. Rock Terhune. Gabe. Nick Whitman. Taylor O'Brien. Reed O. Owen S. Caro. Colin. Addie. Finn. And Towns. Thank you all so much. So much. So much. We love you. (laughs) Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.